the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chatting to have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, and yes, I do talk about stocks and investing, and yes, I do talk about investing in businesses as you become a kind of an owner. Stocks have been trading for hundreds of years where you can become an owner of a company. I like owning companies. I'm proud of it. I like saying, hey, I'm an owner of Apple, or hey, I I own shares of Microsoft. I own. I have them. They're mine. Now, some people will go, real estate's better than stocks, because look at how great you can make money off leverage, but leverage works both ways. Um, Yeah, you can make a lot of money. The house that I bought in California has made way more money than the house I bought in North Carolina, but the house in North Carolina was way less risk if things go bad. So I will talk about anything financial. Here to talk to me today with financial issues, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. I bring him in as the voice of the common man, but he's also my mortgage lender. <laughs> common man. I, I, I think that's fair. That's fine. Um, I come across as sometimes as crass and arrogant and sometimes one-sided, so I, I kind of bring you in to provide voice. Um, puppies. Puppies are expensive. Kids are expensive. You have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not cheap, are they? No. Puppies are expensive, too. You, you said something last time. You said... Uh, Every, every, I think it was off air. You said yeah. everything's a financial decision that you do. Oh, sure. And uh, it took me a while to figure that out, yeah. and, and you know, because I would just go and buy something, or I wouldn't think twice about making, you know, going vacation or what kind of car I wanted to buy. Now it's just everything is compounded. Uh, every decision means okay. It, it, it's exaggerated in retirement. What sure. you do now, and I didn't realize that till a little bit later. I, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to say that I'm perfectly set up for retirement, but I'm glad I started when I did, as yeah. opposed to waiting another five years because that's also exaggerated. I don't want to work in, in my 60s. Yeah. Uh, my dad didn't work in his 60s, but my dad has a great pension. But that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, but it's exaggerated. That's the best advice I can give somebody that's younger, that's looking into real estate or any other kind of investments, especially retirement. It's hard to talk about retirement when you're 25 to 30 years old, and all you want to do is is hang out with your friends, right? Yeah. Game. Drink beer. Drink beer. Meet women. Meet women. Yeah, that's odd. Go, you know, go and and go to bars. You know, do this, and and then somebody goes, Yeah, have you thought about your retirement? What's your, you know, have you looked at your 401k? And you're like, well, well keep in mind when we were 25, uh, the people who were talking retirement. 
Jason Dunn. Do you remember him? Uh, absolutely. Um, he wasn't prepared to tell people about financial decisions. He, he pretended to be. And then there was the guy who always got drunk at concerts. Um, Jeff Noonan. Jeff Noonan. Um, he went to Rush. Uh, he took his shirt off. He yeah, takes his shirt off almost immediately. Yeah. And he, he's clearly tripping on drugs. But I don't think he was on drugs. But he looked like he was at a Grateful Dead show. Like day Remember eight. The, the bush he had on his chest? Yeah. That was so off. So anyway, I got a puppy because I financially made a decision. It's expensive. I don't mind doing it. I don't want a third child. Um, it is kind of like a third child, though. It is kind of like a ter- third child. So I just recently named the puppy. And my last puppy was uh, Maisie the Underdog, and she was part of the family. And like I cried when she finally passed a lot. Um, and I still miss her. Um, but the new puppy's name, 01110011. I think I am the best dog namer in the world. So if you ever see me and my puppy, say, hey, 01110011. Call it Vonnegut. <laughs> you really do want to go short in cold blood. Is that code for dog? No, it's um in cold blood. It's it's code. It's binary. Of course. I love this song. I think Paul J could have been a bigger, better band. And to the people that like him, they love him, but they're not mainstream. Kiss me zero one 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 zero zero one one. So anyway, let's move forward. Um, let's talk real estate because we've already we we talk a lot. And again, I use you as a common man. Um, we talk stocks, we talk real estate, we talk index funds, mutual funds, bonds. I don't own a lot of bonds. Bonds, when I was growing up, was something old people had, and as I've gotten older, I'm like, 2% return's not good enough for me, because inflation's 2 to 4%. And the, the more yield you get on a bond, the more risk it has. Later in life, I'll probably do some California munis, if I live in California, where I'm not paying income tax on the income it creates. But I'm not there yet. I'm still in the, you know, let's stretch our legs. Did you know I once got brought in by management because I used, I mixed my metaphors. Instead of saying yourself. stretch my legs, I said, let's spread our legs. <laughs> that is not appropriate. Spread your wings, okay. not stretch your wings. Like, Every and I'm like, I didn't know I said that. <laughs> it was a mixed metaphor. Yeah, you said it again. But, and I, I said, it in, Bye, I said it in the context that I got in trouble. So I know better this time, right? <laughs> Oh, uh, the amount of times I've been written up, it's it's preposterous. It's, well, it's pondering. So let's talk about investing in real estate, because you probably see some of that. A lot of people want to do it. I think before you invest in real estate, you should own a home. So you kind of learn the process of what goes into a home. It's costly. Okay. There's repairs that you have to make. There's taxes you have to pay. There's furniture you have to buy. Same thing with a rental home sometimes. Maybe not the furniture, but... The taxes and stuff. Right. Well, we're actually seeing more and more people buying homes, uh, investment properties without owning their own primary residence, uh, especially a place like the Bay Area where, you know, $100,000 down payment is uh, not quite 20%. And maybe the payment, I mean, let's say that's an $800,000 house. So you pull in a mortgage on a 700000 that could easily run you in the fours. And you're like, I, I might as well just rent. But what am I going to do with 100000 on My 401k is already maxed. Uh, we're seeing a lot more people looking at, in areas uh, that are ch- cheaper. Let's just say Sacramento was a very popular place um, from they 2012 to Sacramento. Sacramento, and they uh, and they're they're getting into investment, but they're renting here. So they, they're you know they're kind of being a telecommute or tele 
investor in a way. Uh-huh. Uh, and you get a property management company, and, and you, you budget that in the, in the first time, maybe even the second time that you buy a property. But you know, with a, a good salary here, you could come up with that $100,000 and continue buying real estate and then do things like 1031 exchanges later in life. But you could, if, as long it's as you start early enough. enough. When you make a decision to buy real estate as an investment, and you just talk about Sacramento, Sacramento, do you stop and say, I stop and say, I, I want to buy in an area with, that I would want to live in. I don't want to be a slumlord. I don't want to be anything like that. And every time I drive through Sacramento, Sacramento, I see the meeting sticky buns. Like if you stop at a gas station, you just see like this huge man or woman in their car just eating like a sticky bun, like a honey wow, bun. Wow, wow, wow. I'm like, I don't really want to have property here because it's not my clientele <laughs> per se. Well, at the same time, let's say you went to school at UC Davis. Okay. And you... Great school. Great school. And... You saved my grandparents' uh, koi fish. There you go. Santa Rosa fires. Yeah. And let's say that you, you know, get a job in the Bay Area and then you want to go back into... You want to get in real estate, but you start realizing that you... You're not going to okay. buy where you live. Okay. And you go back to UC Davis and you say, um, you see a property there that you want to buy. Um, maybe you get together with your family or another person to, I think to do that. think what you're talking about. You, 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 you start there. Yeah. What I like about that is UC Davis is close to Sacramento. I don't want Sacramento. Even though they've got government jobs and government always grows, it doesn't get smaller. I, I get that. So if I were to buy in Sacramento, I'd probably buy near a courthouse in Sacramento because all the lawyers are up there and they're running for politics and such. And UC Davis, I'd do it because it's a school, and schools never get smaller. It we doesn't, have, it doesn't we, seem they ever go out of business. Yeah, we have a client right now doing it for Chico. Uh, but this is kind of reverse. The you know father why? is buying I a house buy in Chico. so his you know why? son can live there. The 1970s TV show, Chico and the Man. <laughs> Chico, don't get discouraged. If you ever go back and watch TV from the 70s, it's awful. It's not funny. There's a laugh track. It's awful. <laughs> Awful. And then the star of that show killed himself. I didn't know it. I never watched it. Okay. It had an old grumpy man. It's kind of like Sanford and Son, but kind of a Spanish, Latino, American feel. Same thing. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. This woman has voice of an angel. I clearly don't. Find Tony at BayAreaLoanSocials.com. sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Little Imagine Dragons bringing us back. They're touring this summer. I've been a big fan of theirs now for Five plus years. Went to Red Rocks, Colorado, Denver. 
probably the greatest place ever to see a show, and I saw a match of dragons this year. It's a good year. So that's a bucket list thing, right? Whoa. Red Rocks. Here was the coolest thing about Red Rocks. Gorgeous and stunning, right? And you're like, that's nice. It's only 10,000 people, so it's, it feels kind of exclusive. Incredibly clean, right? But you go to the bathroom in the middle of the show, and the singer's singing, and you're, you're, you feel like you're miles away from the speaker. And you can hear it beautifully roll off the rocks. You're like, ah, got it. So, yeah, and, and was that cheap? No. Was it a luxury for me? Hell yeah. It was kind of nice, too, and it felt good. I've seen you two cross that one off. I don't know if there's any other people I have to see. Is there anyone in music that you have to see? I've seen David Byrne, although I saw him coming in 2018. I was like, ooh, do I want to get tickets or not? And then ultimately I decided against it. Done it. The most important thing I could try to teach you in investing and money and everything else, and you could teach your kid, you know, that's this, this is an easy one to take away, is the time is on your side. I know I'm not going to start singing, time is on your side. It is and it isn't. Because it's always ticking. It's always marching forward, right? It's always going. It's a parade of, like, of stress. And you don't really pay attention to it because it's, it's four miles away. And then as you get older, you're like, oh, man, time is ticking, isn't it? I'm going to be 50. Let's do a checklist. Do I have enough to retire? Am I happily married? Because um, this is, like, your last year. This is your, have, I, have I learned to ski? Because it's not going to get easier at this point in time. So you have to have that checklist, and, and as you get older, it's kind of like an opera, where it, it's this, this thing that's four miles away, and as you get closer and closer, it's, it's, you start making it makes a little bit more sense. And you start seeing all the characters, and they're like, if you're four miles away, you don't see all the characters on the stage, you don't see how it's all working together. Oh, Mikey's asleep. Um, <laughs> it is so discouraging when people you work with are so not entertained by what you do that they fall asleep. That's okay. That's okay. So, um, because he's got time to take a nap, and this is all about time, the segment, this idea, this concept. If I can get your kids to make their, their financial mistakes in their 20s, that's great. Oh, rolling stones. Anyway, kill the stones. Kill the stones, I can't think. Um, so anyway, you don't really have to do anything until you're 30. In my opinion, is it better if you learn? See, it's 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 good if you try and make some mistakes. I love what happened with Bitcoin and how it was crazy exciting last year. It got a lot of millennials going. I need to start thinking about money, and they did, and they lost money by investing. They invested in a coin that doesn't really exist, and then they got smoked. A lot of people think it's a, a coiled spring that's getting ready to go to fifty thousand, so maybe they're going to end up being right. But make your mistakes in your twenties. Because when you're 30, you don't have as much time. At that point in time, you only have 30 years left to work. And then you start thinking about it. Like, age discrimination will come in. So, like, I've I've always said when I'm done with radio, I'm done. I'm not going to go out and get another radio job. I'm not going to go out and get another TV job. I'm not going to go out and start up another financial company. So I'm, I'm going to limit myself. I'm going to say maybe my career is over at 61, 62. Maybe it's over at 51, 52. I don't know. So doing nothing is not the right answer. If you save 15% of your salary, that's the step in the right direction. 
because you have to beat inflation. That's the boogeyman. Proper asset allocation, try to reduce fund fees. There's so many ways to properly invest and do things correctly. A lot of Americans don't know where to begin because preparing for retirement is four miles away or 40 years away or 30 years away. Research has shown that 82% of people are capable of saving more towards retirement, but only 28% do so. That's an alarming few amount of people in America. Now, again, is it fun? Is it fun that I'm talking about retirement and saving money and 15% of your salary? No, 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 it's not fun. But I do allocate some fun. I did go to Red Rocks. But I did save money. And I, I made sure not to go to Red Rocks in my 30s until I, I, I hit, started to hit some of these checklists. You know, you at least want to save one to two times your salary in your 30s and it, it, it start like really getting that number uh, bigger and bigger and bigger. If you could save 20 times your, your salary, it's going to go a lot further a lot sooner because money doubles every 7.2 years. So the difference is enormous between someone who starts in their 20s and someone who starts in their 30s. But again, I don't really want you to have no fun. That would serve almost absolutely no purpose if we got that level of complicated. So in your 30s, you want to develop some habits of savings. Hopefully, you're probably settling down in your 30s. You might have been married in your 20s, divorced. Hit your 30s, early 40s. You want to you know, have a habit of saving. I'd say by age 30, 35, you want one and a half times your salary. And again, I say 30, 35 because this is all loosey-goosey. This is not an exact science. So if you're making $50,000 a year, if you by the time you're 35, if you get a fifty dollars to $100,000 saved, you're on the right track. If you have nothing saved, we're going to look at this another five years, and you're going to be basically S out of luck. It's going to happen that way. Because you're, you, you haven't started. And the toughest thing to do is to start. I know, like, all these cliches from, like, Mary Poppins and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Toughest thing to do is to start. I know you're saying, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a song. Toughest thing to do is to start in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Which, for the record, a horrifying movie. Horrifying. The guy who goes around and grabs kids and puts them in cages. Catch a song, though. You know what I get depressed on? I see like a chitty chitty bang bang now, and I see the little girl, and she's like so cute. I'm like, I wonder what she grew up to look like. Always disappointing. So in your mid 40s, you want three to four times your salary. In your mid 40s, so if you're making fifty thousand, you want 150 to 200 thousand dollars saved. Otherwise, probably going to be working until the day you die. I'll talk more numbers like this. I'll give you more specifics. Stick with me. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. If there's a seminar coming up, and there usually is, you can find out by going to Rob Black Show. Punch the get in. Learn a little bit more. As you age, you should be learning more. Use the code radio25 to get in for free if you're a radio listener who's never been to one of these events. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com.
online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Saturated with Imagine Dragons. Maybe. Are we oversaturated with owning winners like Amazon? Maybe. Stock's been on a tear this year. And one analyst says 2019 will be a good year for for Amazon. In a report today out of Cohen, John Blackledge says Amazon is the firm's best bet in 2019. Now you're like... Well, I kind of feel like it's already run. I kind of miss that train. kind of miss that boat. Like a house on a hill, I remember you. Amazon's kind of got that that kind of beautiful image in your head, right? Like, I wish I would have owned that stock. If only I'd owned that stock. I would have been cool. I would have been loved. Women would have fallen for me. Men would have bought me drinks. But I didn't buy Amazon. And one analyst is saying you can buy Amazon and make money in 2019. Fentanyl has overtaken heroin as the deadliest drug. Dun, dun, dun. Synthetic opioid. Responsible for killing 18,000 overdoses in 2016. So, fentanyl, I know you're saying, can I invest in fentanyl? I don't know. That's not the point. Let's talk about Amazon. Back to Amazon, right? Like a house on a hill, you remember how great it was, and you were like, if only I had bought it. And one analyst is saying, it's got 37% upside in 2019. And you're like, 37%? Well, let's let's go figure that out, John. If I put my money in a bank, $1,000 in the bank, I'll earn less than 1%. Or I can put my money in Amazon and become an owner of the company and get 37%. So it says one analyst, right? This year, 2018. I know you're saying, when I was a young boy, I didn't think 2018 was ever going to happen. But here it is. It's 2018. It's up 41% this year. And one analyst sees it up another 37% next year. Now, again, I don't know. I I don't want to make fun of addictions. Some people are addicted to Krispy Kreme donuts. I get it. But how about being addicted to outperformance, right? Is there a little bit of behavioral finance in this story? Maybe. The analyst says the company has market share gains ahead of itself in apparel and grocery so they can pick up business in apparel and grocery and I kind of agree with that the analyst also goes as far as to say that Amazon not only has gains ahead of itself in apparel I gotta, I gotta get more socks I gotta get more socks but the company also has significant international growth opportunities. Interesting, right? You're like, oh, I did not know that. People in Chile want to order on Amazon. Can't they just go to the Amazon? (laughs) 
Uh, a, ge- a little geography joke, right? Never works. It always falls dead. Very funny. But the analyst says apparel growth, grocery growth, international growth. These are things you're looking for. The ability to open up. The ability for Amazon to maintain its web services dominance. Right? Eight web services. Amazon Web Services Uno Numero. Or Numero Uno. I don't know, which do you put in front of it or behind it? I don't know. But they also have growth in advertising. And I'll be honest with you. I'm a little put off by the advertising. Not to the point that I'm willing to quit Amazon, because I can't quit you. I can't quit you. But the advertising is a little putting off, right? I can't quit you, though. So it's interesting, because I I see more advertising on Facebook, and it, it does turn you off, right? And you go, wait, wait, aren't I paying Amazon a subscription service? But that's prime delivery, right? That's for delivery, not necessarily excludes advertising. And you're like, oh, would I pay extra to exclude the advertising? Maybe. But see, what's interesting about Amazon is if I need socks, I got size 14 feet. You know what they say about big feet, right? Big shoes, big socks. Oh, my, my, my. So my socks, if I buy men's large socks size 12 they don't fit I need to go like freakish side size um, I know you're going where's this go- story going first thing I check I, I, I search Amazon for socks and I, I see my orders in the past that socks that I've gotten I've liked done but then there's like some advertising thrown in there now and you're like ooh these socks are pink and pretty and furry maybe I'll go that direction and it's it's brought to you advertisement by Pink Furry Socks, right? But it is a little putting off. But it's still not kind of an, a prime impediment per se. Oh, listen, look at my look at me and my my use of Amazon Prime and Prime. <laughs> um, so you get further penetration, and I think Amazon's doing everything right. And what's interesting about Amazon, they seem to figure out ways of invading other people's territory. And that's a good thing. If you could invest it in the, uh, was it the Mongols? I, I don't know. If you could invest it in some sort of crazy tribe that, like, plundered Asia and Europe, there's business in that, right? And Amazon's plundering at this point in time. They're plundering other businesses. I don't think the analyst is wrong about 2019, because I think Amazon's going to pull some rabbits out of their hat. And say, hey, we'll do drug delivery. Hey, we'll do food delivery. Hey, we'll buy a delivery company like Lyft. They'll do something special in 2019. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Money investor more. Black online at robblack.com. Now, 
back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. I'm not going to do a show and tell you about the best pizza in the world. You know why? I don't have enough space in my brain to figure out what the best pizza in the world is, nor do I care enough. I care about getting your retirement, and it's the, my number one focus. And it, it stinks because I come in relationships, and I, whether they're friends or family members or my spouse, and I, I can't enjoy the moment. I can't. I look at everything as a financial decision. So that's a truth. And I think you should, too, on some levels, or don't moan and groan about it later in life. It's like, well, if you didn't vote, then you can't complain about the president. I don't care if you vote or not. More people voted in, in you know, um, the voice this year than voted for the president. Eh, that tells me that something's wrong with America. American Idol gets more votes. Clay Aiken gets votes. And it angers me. With that said, don't moan and groan when you're living in a trailer park later in life. I'll be 75 years old. I'll have a lot of money. I'll pull up in my, um, my Cadillac. And I'll, 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 I'll steal your wife. I'll steal your children. They'll love me because I have money and you don't. And they'll say, Pa, I'm going with Rob. He's going to be my new daddy. So don't moan and groan if you don't save enough. That's all I'm going to say. You need $1 million to pay you $40,000 a year to stay out of that trailer park. If you don't have a million, I think there's a good chance you end in a trailer park. That's just my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Or you can go to Arkansas, Oklahoma. And you could live off $400,000 or $300,000. But it goes fast. Um, let's bring in Tony Mendez, Bay Area Source.com. Now, you're one of the kind of self-employed guys because you're a mortgage guy, Bay Area Source.com. So you don't have the benefit of a 401k. Uh, but you do fund a retirement account. Yep, every year. Every year. Is it fun to do? <laughs> it's easy to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I just I have some my emergency fund there, and I could keep moving it. Every year over to the um, IRA. Got it. So pretty simple. Have you ever I'm had happy it? that my wife can actually go back on IRA this year. She's back to work. You know, we were talking about um, credit card debt and situations like that. Have you ever had a situation where you couldn't pay a debt? Wow. I'd have to go back many, many years. I did. I, I got in some credit card debt that got out of control right out of college. And I remember the debt collectors would call. And like, let's say it was a USAA credit card. They sold the debt to... Uh, slimy uh, phone caller debt collection company. And they'd call me and say, is, is Rob Black there? I'm like, oh, no, Rob Black's dead. <laughs> I told creditors that I was dead because it got too much to handle. Can you send in a minimum payment? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? Um, and it was just, it was yeah. hard. And it, it, that seems to have backed off. Or I no longer am in debt and I'm not getting those calls. Do people still get those calls? Uh, absolutely. Um okay. You know, we we actually see this often. You know, as often as we see these kind of credit reports, uh, the last thing you want to do is really ignore something like that. You, I don't say go out and get a lawyer, but you 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 want to start figuring out how you're going to pay that because that's going to sit there for a long, long time yeah. until it's it's going to just sit there forever. My first if you house, don't pay something. I, my first house, I had you go to, bankrupt. I had to have one of my business partners kind of front me, uh, co-sign with me because my credit wasn't good enough. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, don't don't get me started about co-signing. What's what's your opinion on co-signing? It, it's it, that is something that is well, if I if you and I co-sign, we buy a house and uh-huh. then that's 
let's say I don't want to be involved anymore and I leave, but you can't afford to buy me out. So I was like, okay, I'll just leave you. I'll stay on the loan. Well, let's say you make a late payment. That, that affects me. Uh, and the same thing for uh, like a father and a son. You know, the son wants a car yeah. and they co-sign or in your case, a friend helped co-sign for you to get a credit card or something. Sure. And it just, it, it, it can get commingling your credit. I, I think is only really good for spouses. Okay. Um, Otherwise, you're you're just opening yourself up to risk. Do you remember my friend Amy? Uh, absolutely. So, um, Amy J. Yeah, yeah. You can say Amy Jackson, Action Jackson, as we Action. used to call her. Um, you and I and her used to go to shows together. Yeah, musical shows like Dave Matthews, and mm-hmm. it was interesting that you said Dave Matthews has no talent, will never succeed. You <laughs> no. said that his violinist no, is over I the never top. said that. I said he. Yeah, I you said were he gave, wrong. No, I said he gave me a headache. <laughs> With that said, he was on some crazy drugs. Oh my gosh! Um, I, I met him as well, and it was—he was way over my head. The violinist gave me—he just gave me a headache. He, he kind of talks like, kind of like a little bit like this. Where he's kind of like all over the place. Where he's like, you know, I like music because you know my, my guitar kind of talks to me when I'm playing it. And you're like, okay, you're a little bit too weird. Your guitar doesn't actually yeah. talk to you. But that's neither here nor there. So let's keep moving forward. Uh, well, Is that even forward. possible? Oh, Amy Jackson. Um, I co-signed a car with her. Because she, I, I was totally in love with her. I was infatuated. I was smitten as a college boy. And um, I, I was responsible. She was dating a Marine who wasn't responsible. And um, she wrecked her car. He wrecked her car something like that. And her parents wouldn't co-sign. And she didn't. She's she going to get a car. So I did it. And it, it was on my car. It was on my credit for many, many years. So not the smartest thing to do. The only thing I could say about credit in that, you know, having a credit event is to get it over with early. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, because it, it does take time to fix itself, and you do eventually want to buy a house if you haven't already bought one. Um, I know people who they buy a house and then they screw up their credit, and they, they don't care because I I already have a house. I don't care about my credit anymore. Uh, a lot of people with money they don't really pay attention to their credit because they think money can fix it, uh-huh. but it, which is weird because uh, I, I'll have somebody come in and say I make. $300,000 a year, I deserve to buy a house, but I didn't pay attention to this this collection. I haven't seen my credit, and then you see it, and it's so they have bad credit, but they make good income, but they're going to end up with a higher interest rate, but they think they deserve a lower interest rate because they have a lot of money. Bad, and it, what it, you're seeing you is bad that. credit is like an STD. It lurks <laughs> underneath. You don't really notice it. It's, and yeah, it, it suddenly pops, up at, the worst it pops times. up at the worst time, and you're like, oh, I didn't know I had these little critters running around down there. So... Yeah, yeah. So that's Tony Mendez no. talking venereal diseases and credit. <laughs> Actually, I was the one who threw in the venereal disease, but yeah, credit can come back to haunt you in weird times. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. I'm Rob Black, talking credit, talking investing, talking debt, talking insurance, talking retirement, getting you there sooner than later. Investing, oh yes. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can find me at RobBlackShow.com, RobBlackShow.com. And I got contribute a lot of downloadables to NewFocusFinancial.com. Downloadables, things you can get in your hands and look at. But you let them to our hideout, forced away inside. Now they want us to. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.